It's oh pod day. God. It's pod day. It's time to do the pod. Oh, okay, okay. Welcome right. to get out of my room, guys. Okay. Uh, well, I, I love how you just roll with me sneaking in, into your into your bedroom with a guest. <laughs> with a guest who we're not going to reveal. Yeah. Yet. Shush, shush, shush. Because first we must begin with some underrated news. Underrated news. Take it I, away, Brittany. I thought you were going to finish my. No, you're on your own for that one. So you're going to finish my. I thought you were going to finish my... Take it away, Brittany, with the underrated news. Okay. Um, woman delivers baby in Chick-fil-A bathroom. Chick-fil-A guaranteed the baby girl free food and a job when she turns 14. So, Cole, That's what I was thinking weird. is that you get your girlfriend pregnant. No! She goes to the Olive Garden. She has a baby in the Olive Garden. We get free Olive Garden for life. I feel like this has only been proven... Through Chick-fil-A, I'm afraid that okay, I'll have well. to raise a child and get no free Olive Garden. <laughs> that might that might happen, but isn't it a risk you're willing to take? I mean, their motto is, when you're here, you're family. We'd really be <laughs> family if we birthed a child there. So what happened was, she was having contractions. They stopped, this is in San Antonio. They stopped at the restaurant to drop off their daughters with a family friend. She had to use the bathroom, but the, bath- the restaurant was closed. Couple banged on the door. They opened the door. They banged on the door just to use the restroom. I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't really read the whole story. And they got free Chick Fil A out of it. Basically, pretty much. Man is trying to wrap the umbilical cord from the baby's neck. Deliver. Baby and mom are doing fine. Free oh, Chick Fil A so for life and a job when she turns 14. Just for the baby, though. Yeah, I'm not sure what it has to do with this couple banging on the door. Although I'm sure, like, if you took Look it up, people. If you have matter. the baby, you could be like, "This baby really needs three Chick Fil A sandwiches," and then you could get yourself some free. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> man arrested for allegedly killing coworker by forcing compressed air up his buttocks. Wait, what? Let me get into the nitty gritty. All right. So, Japanese authorities arrested a man Saturday after another person died when he allegedly shot compressed air into their rectum as a prank. So, it was during, they're at a manufacturing plant, and it's these two dudes, and they were on a break. And so, uh, <laughs> it's these two guys, uh, Yoshida and Ishimaru, and uh, Yoshida thought it'd be really funny to uh, shoot a bunch of compressed air into Ishimaru's butt. So, like, I guess just during this break, Ishimaru, like, dropped his trousers and was like, yeah, dude, it's pretty funny. Um, And so he shot air into his butt, and Ishimaru uh, began to feel ill minutes after the prank. And why do they call it a prank? It seems like he was willing participant. Yeah, but... Well, he well, had to, like, yeah. drop his pants. For true, true, um, true. He was taken to the hospital where he later died. Like, it doesn't explain. <gasps> he expo- died? He d- oh, that's the name of the headline. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, oh, and then listen to what the police had to say. 
it was a tragic accident, but not the first of its kind. Oh my god. The air compressor was pushed up against the anus. Oh, over clothing. So it could have been a prank. Not directly into the cavity, and the release of the air into the body probably damaged the lungs, causing death. Jesus. Wow. An incident of this nature isn't exactly unheard of in Japan. <laughs> well, I think that's a good time to thank our sponsor. Genia <laughs> Ramen Bar. <laughs> Montrose location. What's up? Um, wow, yeah. Uh, good timing there, Brittany. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe don't play air compressor-related pranks on your coworkers. Yeah, I don't like that. Especially if your coworker is our lovely guest, Rachel Spector. That's the intro. <laughs> Tell them about her. Oh, she's uh, she it hails from Beaumont, lives in H Town, travel enthusiast, comedian extraordinaire. You can see her in. Uh, through the end of August, every Friday uh, at 8.30 at Station Theater. You can see her um, on August 16th at 8.30 uh, at Comedy Sports with Mama Moochie. Uh, I'm just in, I'm in a lot of troops with her, so I'm just thinking of my shows I can also promote. Uh, what's up, Rachel? Hey, guys. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> that was a lovely introduction. We're so glad that you're in my room at 4 a.m. Um, for I, this podcast. There is no place I'd rather be at this time. Yes, I knew it. We <sighs> find that the brain is the sharpest at this time of day. Yeah, What's when the brain? sun's almost fully risen, mm-hmm. 4 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you doing, Rachel? Having a good having a good morning? You know what? It's a, it's a pretty good morning so far. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a new tire on that car, huh? Uh, it's it's in process, but yeah, it's happening. And they didn't make me pay the full price for it. I just paid the warranty, so I am super pumped about nice. that. Nice, nice. Cole, Cole knows all about car trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been through the trenches the past couple of years. It's been it's been rough, uh, but all, all should be well soon. So Rachel, tell us tell what us, you tell us what your car you drove in high school. Oh man, uh, my very first car uh, was a 1984 Caprice Station Wagon. Ooh. Nice. Oh yeah, it was um, my. It was past. That was the year I was born in. Um, yeah, year after me. So it's the car I, uh, I was born in. It, it, well, in you were born in the car. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Chick Fil A. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was my grandfather's old car, and um, we called it the Blue Whale because it was enormous and uh, navy blue. And it had one of those backward seats in the very back. Yes. And I was one of the first ones to drive, so my friends loved it. And I was <laughs> highly embarrassed. Uh, but drove it nonetheless. Sounds like they loved it. No, no. Yeah, no, until they started getting cars. And then I had a couple friends who got like, I had a friend who got like a brand new red Camaro and a black Mustang. And I'm like, oh my God. can we take your car? Because I don't know. I don't want to drive us there. Oh my god. Yeah, that's embarrassing. It's really attractive. I w- but you wish you had that blue whale now. You know what? It's one of those things where I talk about like life lessons your parents teach you where it's like my dad has always said, you know, a car is just to put a, a thing to get you from A to B. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? He's right. Even though I don't really want to be in a, a hoopty. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It got me where I needed to be. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why do... I, I'm not like trying to hate on people who are like really like into cars and care about cars because like that's a passion like anything else but like people who are definitely like making fun of other people's cars or like put cars above like everything I feel like that's kind of no, that's I, like a high, that's a high school thing though I mean like you're you're 
car is like an extension of you in high school. It like defines you. Ooh. So if you Maybe drive, even you were in high school, Brittany. <laughs> Times have changed. Really, it's different now. No I don't one think cares. Anyone cares? Like That's people true. still have cool Kids cars. Kids don't even and get stuff, licenses anymore. That, like a good amount don't, but I don't know. I still have no a lot of friends with cars. Yeah. Cool. Great. Especially well, in the Houston area. Glad you could update me, Cole, because I haven't been to high school in ten. <laughs> billion years so i don't even know you're just a floating ball of energy Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. with with uh with human lips still on your ball of energy yeah guys so i can talk for the podcast yeah um so rachel give us some some insights into your teen years um let's start with overall themes how are you feeling in your teen years (laughs) did you have was it like the same vibe all throughout or uh, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, I feel like I am very similar, I mean, obviously older and wiser, but, um, and I, I, I don't know, I think I did pretty well back then, but, like, was not as confident as I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember whenever I was, like, a little bit younger, and I would play sports, and every time I would join a sports team, my dad used to laugh at me later, because I would, like cry after the first practice because I'd be like oh, nobody's gonna like me I don't I don't know these people whatever oh. and he'd be like no it's fine and then like within a week I'm like friends with everybody um so I feel like it was kind of the same through high school I uh I kind of considered myself an in-betweeny because I was like really into school and had good grades and had my core group of friends but I was kind of friends with everybody because I played sports and you know mm-hmm. did all kinds of stuff so so you were soups cool. I mean, I was like, I I would never have been like, oh, I was so cool. I have another friend who later was like, well, yeah, you were so popular. I'm like, no, I just was nice to everybody. So, whatever, whatever you take that to mean. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. You, ball of energy. <laughs> uh, cut that out. <laughs> um. So, let's see. I'm just gonna start listing sports. You Kay. tell me if you play them. Okay. Basketball. I played Wait, one time I, in middle school. I want to add to the add to the game is that um, when you name the sport, I have to say what you call it when you get like a a goal point or whatever. Yeah, a goal. Oh, okay. okay. Basketball. Basket. Just the one time, and then I broke a thumb playing soccer and couldn't play basketball anymore. Okay, sorry. It, it, it's a point when you score in basketball. It's not a basket? It, no. I mean, it's you're getting... <laughs> it's not like 20 baskets to 30 baskets. That's not... <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, off to a great start. Softball. Yes. Cool. Like all through high school? Or? Uh, I, I kind of put uh, softball to the back burner. I was really, really into it whenever I was uh, probably starting in fifth grade, and I was... Yeah, played even competitive outside of school. And then as I got older, I got way more into soccer, so. Soccer. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> a home run. A, a point. Point? Uh, no. <laughs> God damn it. No, it's a run. It's a run of baseball. What? Or softball, yeah. It's a, oh, yeah, it, just, it doesn't have to be a home run. No. Damn it. Okay, all right, I got this next one. I'll give That's you a half point because you said home run. So, like, run. Okay. okay. Um, soccer. <laughs> yes. Uh, a point. <laughs> a goal. There you go. Goal. Um, yes. Uh, is soccer, you said, was your main? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I got super into soccer. So I I, I actually did karate whenever I was little. Ooh. Yeah. No. Hey, trick oh. question. No No points. No, karate. it's a point. Damn it. It's a point. <laughs> if you do you it seen karate kid? Yeah, if you do it competitively. Okay, okay. Like, I don't even know what that point would be called. 
A hit. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that in Karate Kid, kill. the referee is like, one point LaRusso, oh, one yeah. point Lawrence. Good point. That's all I know. Yeah, good point. I'm referencing an <laughs> 80s karate movie. <laughs> yeah, that that's, represents karate for yeah. sure. But sorry, how is, how is oh, karate yeah, yeah. leading no, into soccer? Karate, so I did that for years and then I uh, got into sports in like fifth grade. And so I kind of switched and gave up the karate thing, even though I was so close to the black. Ooh. Wow. You think you can go back with your, what is it? Uh, oh, orange belt? I don't oh, know. I was brown belt with all the strikes. Brown belt oh, with all yeah. the stripes. But then my my brother that I did karate with, he actually went back and got his black belt later. And I was like, you know what? Right, I'm good. I'm, I'll just wear a real belt. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> I'll hold up my pants it's with the belt. Did you do any like dance or like any of the like typical girly like? Mm-hmm. I did ballet whenever I was really little, like three, and then I. I think I always liked the idea because we, we had our um, dance team that was called The Stars, and I had a lot of girlfriends who did that. Mm. I, I like to think that I'm a relatively good dancer but when it comes to coordinated things, like where I have to follow a choreographed thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not as inclined. <laughs> got it. Got it. So were you not active in any like theater or choir or band oh, or yeah. anything no, like that? No, I did band. I also did that in like middle school. And I think I was, yeah, no, I quit before I finished middle school. I played the flute. It looks like you, like, got your well foot rounded. wet and, yeah, and everything, <laughs> so you were able to be like, no, that soccer's really cool. I'm yeah. going to do that for a while. Cool. And you were the soccer star, and everybody cheered for you, and... I mean, I don't know if I was a star. I, I did all right. And, always uh, getting the goals. No, I was actually always a defender. Oh, Ooh. Um, getting the goals. Oh, yeah, but I felt really good about being Locking a defender. Blocking the goals. Putting exactly. cleats to ankles. Yeah. Um, nice. No, I would always laugh because I'm, you know, obviously slightly smaller than a lot of people, but because I have a low center of gravity, some of the bigger girls would like run into me and they would fall down and then they would ask if I was okay. And I'm like, shh. I'm You're the one on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God. I get competitive. I get competitive. And then this, this guy comes out, this old guy comes out and is like, point. Is that how Karate Kid works? That's how Karate Kid works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so, did you have you? You had a lot of friends. It sounds like. Uh, Was it there... a big high school? Um, I mean, it's it's a pretty decent sized high school. There's four high schools in Beaumont, or there were at the time. And um, I mean, my graduating class was like five. I think it was about five sixteen ish. Okay. Like Did that. you know everyone in the class? Not everyone. I uh, I knew a lot of people, and or I'm really good with faces. So even if I didn't know names, mm. I recognized a lot of people. And so we had this um, reunion uh, <laughs> fairly recently, and I nobody showed up to that. I I skipped nice. the tenure, and I was really sad about it. And so uh, God, was it 15? Has it already been 15 years? Frightening. Um, and like. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was really sad. I missed the first one. I'll show up to this. And then I think eight people showed up, and I came with three of them. So, um, yeah, it was... Uh, I don't think I'll ever go to a high school reunion. Yeah. I just it's also far know. away from you. So it is. You I'm also just not interested in the people I know from high school that I like, I talk to anyway. So. Well, no, and that's what people kept saying. Like, whatever, I still communicate with the people I like. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, there were a lot of people that I was call it acquaintances with that yeah. I, I thought that they were nice people and we talked a lot yeah. and when we maybe didn't keep up as much that I wouldn't mind seeing like 
Maybe I'll go to like my 50 year high school. There you go. Uh, this Justin, this billion-year-old creature graduated high school 50 years ago. No, I meant 50 billion okay. year high school reunion. That's what I meant. Whenever she says years, just attach a billion to it in your yeah. mind, listeners. Um, when so, I say last year, I mean last billion year. So as a teen, this is what we hit on last week. I wrote it down, so we're going to bring it up more. Oh, it, God. What was that religion situation like? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did write really? it down. Uh, yeah. I, well, I grew up Jewish mm-hmm. uh, in Beaumont, where there were maybe... Home of the Jews. Yeah, there were only three... <laughs> <Religion>. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there were three people, I think, my age that were Jewish. Um, wow. So, yeah, the community was... I think there were like 100 families at the time. So... Uh, was it at like one temple? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One temple. And it's really nice. I think it's actually a historic landmark because they have these Ooh. really incredible um, stained glass windows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it was, it was Did different. you go to temple? Oh, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. We had to go most Friday nights, especially growing up. And then I went to Sunday school and mm-hmm. got confirmed, had a bat mitzvah, all the fun nice. stuff. Nice. Oh, yeah. Did you learn Hebrew? Oh, yeah. Wow. But to read, we read we read Hebrew. I never learned to actually speak it. Which okay. is whatever. Sometimes I'm like, well. Nope, Did you go on birthright? I didn't go on birthright, but I went on this other trip called. Um, they have like youth groups at each of the temples, and they have this thing called Nifty Tour. Um, and so I went for five and a half weeks to Israel with like a group of 83 kids from Texas and Oklahoma. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. That is like. Prime time probably really got me uh, my my travel juices flowing. Nice. So was there was there any part of you that was like, I this is my spirituality, but no one at my school practices this. Like, were you aware of that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, especially did it make you feel cool? Um, I think it was just kind of whatever. Like, I, I never really had issues with people making comments to me or judging me. People would ask yeah. questions if, you know, it's Passover and you're eating a matzah sandwich at lunch because <laughs> uh, they're really good-looking sandwiches. Um, but in general, I never really had... I never felt discriminated against. Mm-hmm. And I there was this one other guy who people would make comments to him and if they said stuff to him, I'd be like, hey, why don't you cut that out because he's not the only one here. Dang. Um, Point Rachel. <laughs> Go! <laughs> but yeah, no, it was... Uh, I, I, it's funny because whenever people talk about, like, um, you know, minorities, it's like I was a very small minority there but it, I never really had issues with it so that's nice yeah it's fortunate I think <laughs> cool um so what else is on the list Come yeah on. Let's just, what's on this list <laughs> let's go ahead and get to the real goss are you goss. you you a pop tart or a toaster oh strudel my oh my person? god I've listened to so many of these now and it's terrible because I I have always been a pop tart fan. Um, I uh-huh. I feel like I only had. Like you're actually a fan, or I was. I mean, I haven't eaten them now in forever. Even though I do have to tell you that um, when Harvey happened and I ended up, um, I was stuck at some friends' houses or one friend's house. Um, they had pop tarts. Like it was one of those something nobody would ever buy unless a potential hurricane mm-hmm. was coming. And sweet Jesus, um, they're still delicious. I, oh my god! But I do. I think I only had toaster strudels maybe once or twice, so I don't really feel like 
Just I imagine can... like a warm pop tart, like a croissant. Oh on no, the I can imagine the commercial, and they mm. always looked beautiful, and that like icing as they you know spread it across the top. Um, maybe I need to retry both of these things. We may just have an episode where we bring all the guests back who <laughs> voted Pop Tart. We try to change their mind. Yeah, we made a bunch of toaster strudels. Yeah, I saw some in the store. Like you brought Pop Tarts the other day. Yeah, they weren't um, good. The like oh, knockoff no. Whole Foods. They Pop-Tarts. weren't good, but I did eat several of them. I saw a toaster strudel at H E B, oh, and I was for like, I, I thought about grabbing some, and then I was like, hmm. Five bucks. <laughs> oh, that's expensive. The pop tarts were way cheaper. Yeah, well, you buy what you what what you pay for. You know, I'm <laughs> saying it's low quality. It's not the same. All right, let's get to the um, real hot costs. Yeah, let's get to the real hot costs. You you uh, kill anyone in high school? <laughs> what was what was your biggest troublesome tear? As a teenager. Um, as a fight or just in general? Did like, you get in a fight? No, but that was the closest I ever got to. Um, like killing someone just actually like considering punching somebody in the face mm. i think it's so it's really weird because whenever i did karate i for some reason i always wanted to punch someone in the face or break someone's nose there's then there's no punching in karate right oh yeah and chest punches right punching or, oh no there's punching there was a lot of like hey. no there's everything but the okay. first thing you learn is punch yeah okay you're right i actually <laughs> did take karate in college <laughs> I, now that you say that i remember can we cut that part out no. <laughs> point rachel i'm really tired it's 4 a.m it is 4 a.m it's my prime time of night guys um no but uh there was a guy that i uh really i had a crush on for years and I, man i just thought he was so hot and um, I hope my, he broke his nose. I hope I, no, he no. But the funny thing was, so he he dated this girl uh, our senior year, and they they ended up breaking up. And so it was getting closer to prom, and <gasps> we started talking. But I was already I was already going to prom with like one of my uh. best guy friends, um, and I think they were still planning to go to prom together. But he and I kind of started chatting or whatever. And I went to a party, and somebody came over and was like, oh, "She wants to talk to you." And I don't know if you guys have felt that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the most mm-hmm. intense yeah. thing that wells up in your body where you're like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> this is my land. Um, and it was funny because I, I think I've always been this like, oh, like relatively calm, nice person, not on the soccer field. Huh. But um, I think that she was kind of surprised at, that I like bucked up to her. And um, people will back down like that. Oh, like there, yeah. so many people are just all talk. Yeah, and well, cool. I mean, you've been in a lot of fights. I've been in one fight. It's because a kid broke the rules in kickball. I, I was swinging for the fences. Oh, <laughs> he was like, I didn't even want to fight. Anyway, keep going. Did you actually swing at someone? Yeah, I never made contact. But <laughs> I, was, I was ready to go. Just I was ready swinging. to go. You were actually had your back turned, and you were just swinging in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so no, it didn't. It didn't come to it, but it's like you would have. I felt prepared if need be. Nice. So this was at a party, you said. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. I think. I think a couple of these girls were because you know she had her like crew behind her. Oh. And then I actually like said some stuff to her, and I think she was caught off guard. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That That's really happen. cool. I guess. <laughs> I don't think I got in any I fights. love thinking about, like, fighting. 
Me too. <laughs> I, I, I was in like a lot of like verbal, just like yeah. like cruel, you know, underground fights, but nothing physical. Cruel underground, underground fights? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where Point it's like... Brittany. <laughs> where like, you're like destroying someone's reputation. Oh, you know what I mean? Shit. It's like, yeah. It's intense. Yeah, it's like psychopath fights. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't... Orchestrating. Oh, we know, Brittany. Uh huh. My God. Oh, brother. Brother. All right, let's get to the real dirt. Let's get to the real hot guys. You ever, uh, you ever date up date someone in high school? Did you ever date somebody who was uh, married and had kids? I don't know. I keep saying (laughs) high school. I mean, like teen years in general. Teen years. Um, Middle school. You could have dated a forty-year-old man when you're middle school. Just a couple. Uh, No, I. Um, I feel like I have always been like the girl, fr- like I've had a lot of guy friends and I had some boyfriends like whenever I was little or younger, I was laughing because um, I just saw this friend of mine who I've known since kindergarten uh, last week in Denver mm-hmm. and we were, I don't know why it came up, we were talking about first kisses or something or actually he was talking about this guy who was my first kiss and I was like, oh yeah, he was actually my, he was my first and not my, he wasn't even my first boyfriend, but probably the first boyfriend that I actually talked to. You know, whenever you had the boyfriends in elementary school and you yeah, just, just waved at each other? Yeah. 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 We're dating, but we don't actually talk. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. But this one, yeah, that was that was kind of special. And I remember... Uh, give us the deets. Yeah. Give us the hot goss. The well, dirt. no, it's just funny because like... Off the presses from the <laughs> Good old <Beaumont>. People magazine. <laughs> Um, I remember going to a um, Valentine's dance, and there were like a couple couples, and afterward we were outside waiting for our parents, and we got caught making out in the bushes. Like, multiple couples were like making out in this bush. An orgy. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) There was a make-out bush around my high school, too. Oh, my God. It was like a junior high next to that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um... But it's like, it's like, you know, like those truck stops where like people are just all like getting blowjobs in the bushes. <laughs> mm-hmm. was, I think there was a park like that Someone turns the lights on and it's just... Everyone scatters. A, a yeah. field. Yeah. That was Rachel's high school. <laughs> oh, that was middle school. That was junior high. Yeah, yeah. This is Rachel's middle school. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. Uh, high school, I didn't really have any like serious boyfriends I dated a little bit and meh, flirted a lot I think I was really good at flirting mm. back then did you go to prom I did go to prom did you go with that guy uh no I went with uh one of my like best guy friends um so you guys didn't make out after no making out but uh couldn't find any bushes <laughs> <laughs> uh we went to the beach after prom nice uh yeah cool. same z's yeah it was really fun cool you just like go to the beach, hang out on the beach at night. Uh, well, so my grandparents had a an old beach cabin. We I had tried to get my mom to um, like rent a beach cabin for me and my friends, and we would you know all like pitch in and pay for it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, she ended up she didn't really feel comfortable doing it, so she's like, y'all can use your grandparents' cabin. And I was just like, oh god, this is so embarrassing. It was like, it was perfectly fine. Yeah, it's but a it was beach you know hat, like, exactly. Well, and we were yeah. like going down there to hang out at somebody else's beach cabin for like the night and then mm-hmm. just sleep there mm-hmm. but um yeah no it was a lot of fun we somebody had a party you know and just got stupid and good times 
Nice. I remember there was a party, like, our prom was in Galveston at uh, Moody Gardens. Oh, like, damn. Just like their, like, uh, whatever big party space. And after that, like, we did end up renting a beach house and we went there. And then there was, like, partying happening. And I was just like, cool, I'm going to go upstairs and go to sleep. Oh, God. It was really late. And so I was like, my thing in high school was I would go to parties and just, like, watch everybody else <laughs> yeah. drink yeah and like everyone knew that's what i did like they were like i was just like there to hang out and talk or whatever i just wouldn't drink or anything what um, was the craziest thing you ever saw at a party that maybe somebody else didn't remember after the fact i mean it's probably just like people being drunk and like they're completely different you know like there was one guy who like he's just the calmest man and but when he got drunk it was his house this one was at and he was just like walking around yelling just like yelling at people and i was just like jesus yeah, christ like, angry chill out. It's like yeah that's in him and it's so repressed yeah oh one time i was like on the ground of this house uh like i guess like the living room and but like it had one of those like when you go to the second floor it's like a little balcony looking over and there was like a bedroom on the second floor hallway and i just kept seeing like girls and guys like go in and like leave and they it was like almost like a vaudeville act they were like woo and like leaving and going i don't know just weird well, stuff hopefully they burned those sheets and blankets yeah it was yeah <laughs> oh god it was like the the person whose house it was it was like his younger brother's room and his younger brother was like out on like a junior high band trip and he was like just like he had probably had no idea all these high schoolers were pokey pokey in on his bed. Yeah. Oh my God. What's this stain on my bed? Um, Yucky. <laughs> I just wanted to play my trumpet at camp. All right. Well, let's get to um, the real hot guys. Yeah. Let's get to the uh, real dirt. Uh, you ever been involved in police activity <laughs> in high school and seniors? No. The one time that I got, uh, my parents got called at like 2 o'clock in the morning uh, maybe it was four o'clock. I can't remember. Is I there were these chicks from my soccer team that I was like really good friends with, and it was so it was the dumbest shit because we decided that we were going to um, pitch a tent on uh, the on this like soccer field, mm -hmm. and so we went down there and we were just like whatever, hanging out, having a good time, and it turned out that was when uh, they became like more strict on the curfew. And so, so it's just a curfew in Beaumont, or what? Yeah, I, I don't remember what was happening at the time that they were like, if you're under just a serial killer, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> murderer was there. So. No, but if you, I think if you were under seventeen, you had to be, or maybe it was eighteen, you had to be, you know, home by midnight or something, and it was, hmm. you know, two or three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And my friend's car, the way that the soccer fields were, it was like down a hill. So she had parked her car at the top, and then we had gone down the hill and, and pitched the tent or whatever. But the this cop came, and we could see the spotlight, and they stopped because her car was there. And then we're like, do we go up there, or do we just like stay? Let him then, tow it away. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so we ended up going up and uh, got our parents called because one girl was 18, one was 17, and I think I was 16. Were you guys going to spend the night on that soccer field? Yeah, we were just going to sleep on the soccer field. We weren't even doing anything bad but it was like and your parents were cool with that oh, or? No. oh no i got in a lot of fucking trouble Whoa. they were pissed yeah. especially because you know they're like my mom still to this day will say well you're the only child that i ever got called by the cops and you know whatever two in the morning like oh yes and it was for something so stupid i did other stupid shit that i could have gotten in yeah. way more trouble for yeah but that's what you got caught for yeah 
Yikes. Not the meth dealing, but Whoops. tent pitching. Whoops. Yowza. Uh, Rachel, let's get what's... to the real. <laughs> let's get to the real. What, I got. What's uh, what's your morning routine nowadays? <laughs> If you weren't here with us at 4 a.m., what would you be doing <laughs> at your home? Well, it depends on if we're talking day, time, or weekend, because on the weekend, I have a habit of being a bit of a bum. Mm-hmm. I don't like getting out of bed. Let's talk weekday. Weekday. Um, and, yeah. Paul <laughs> doesn't care about your weekend. No. no. <laughs> I know what it's like to be a bum. Let's hear the good stuff. Um, so, I am a snoozer. I mm-hmm. hit the snooze a lot. Unless I force myself to go to these early morning workouts, which does not happen very often because I hate mornings so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I'll snooze for sometimes like 30 minutes. I've done it up to an hour before. It's bad. Wild. Yeah. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. I, you know, I like those first like 30 minutes. I prefer that I'm not talked to at that time. So it's kind of perfect mm-hmm. that I live alone. Uh, I think I was kind of ugly in the mornings whenever I was younger when my parents would come in and they'd be like, no, get out, get out of my room. Like, I'll, I'll get up and, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get up and whatever, I'll get out of bed soon. Um, but so yeah, it's, I'm, I'm down with like some quiet time. And then once I start really moving and like, you know, have my routine going, I actually like to listen to music or your podcast or other things. Mm. Yes, that's um, people's morning routine is listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On the this way is to work. Too meta. Oh my god, someone right now is doing their morning routine listening to our podcast. Could be Rachel. She could be listening. Hi Rachel. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Oh my wow, god. Wow, wow, wow. That's like the echo thing that happens when you're you like FaceTiming yourself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Rachel, do you have a message to your future self? Oh, oh God. yeah. Um, Jesus, I don't know. Do you think you're going to listen to this again, or can you listen to yourself? Oh, yeah. Even okay. though... You, you know, should you, listen. It's you, fine. Yeah, you always sound way different. Mm-hmm. Also, yourself. Cole and I are hilarious. Well, obviously. Cool. Agree <laughs> with me. That's why we do this podcast. Yeah. Um, do wait, you guys I, go back and listen to all of them? I, if, if I, I, do, I listened to the first few, because I just thought that they were so funny, and now yeah. um, they're not funny anymore. I'm just I usually I'm like kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm just sick of listening. If to myself. I'm like the guest was really good, I'll maybe peek in there. But I usually will just like disassociate entirely, and I'll be like, "This isn't me talking." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like I a lot of times will just listen to like my favorite part of it because I want to like he. I remember doing it like um, Keith's. Um, Calling the girl with the flowchart, like I just was like, I need to hear that again. Yeah. And also, I wanted to hear um, my reporting on Jake Reiner's episode because yeah. <laughs> that was horrifying. So you wake up, you maybe listen to a podcast. Or yeah, something. I'm like washing my face and brushing okay. my teeth and all that stuff. I'm a night shower, so uh, same. Yeah, so it's more just like the. I definitely even have like I think I have a pattern of what I do, um, as far as like. When I brush my teeth versus wash my face, put on my makeup, got my face creams mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, face cream? Lubes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta lube up your face. That's what girls do. Just lube up for the day. <laughs> you didn't know that, Cole? Cole! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh-huh. I, and, and typically, like, breakfast-wise, <laughs> I have gotten into the habit of just having, like, a protein shake or something because it's faster. and that means A, a Pop-Tart to, protein shake? God, no. Grind up pop tarts. <laughs> Throw in pop, some almond milk. Pop tart mm. smoothie. 
Oh boy. Yeah. Very flavorful. Well, sounds like you get things done. You get you get your day started. Uh, you hate mornings though. I hate them. I can Ugh. relate. Sometimes, well, like one day a week, I'll wake up and I'm like, "Here we go, I feel great." Oh yeah. And then, like, Do you guys know days, about second morning? I just taught some people about second morning. Shout out to Emily Feinberg, my friend. I hope you're listening, Emily. Um, she taught me about second morning. So second morning is where you, you do it on a weekend um, or a day off, and you wake up pretty early, like you know, like a 6 or a 7, and you're like, oh, man, I woke up so early. It's Saturday morning. So you get up. You do some stuff, maybe like drink some tea or whatever, and then you go back to sleep at like 8. And then you wake up again at like 10, and then you have your second morning. I have definitely done that, but I would be more likely... So there was even a period of time where I thought, I feel like I'm wasting my Saturdays. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. I should, uh, you know, start making a habit to like, get up at 9 and go to the gym and just like really get my day started and, and get the most out of it. And then sometimes I would wake up and be like but I really don't have anything that I need to do today. Mm-hmm. And so I just turn over yeah. and go back to sleep. And but, and who says that sleeping is wasting? No. That seems like a very productive way to spend yeah. your time. It's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting rest. I do, important. Yeah, I do have a habit of um, where I'll be like, I just want to sleep for 30 more minutes. And if I don't set an alarm, I will sleep for another three hours. And oh, then wake up and be like, that. well, shit, I didn't mean to do that. But here's where we're going with that. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's, that's that's the stuff we were looking for. Yeah, now we got that real dirt, that <laughs> yeah. real animal, y'all. Um, Whoa. Cool. Uh, did you have any regular like like what, what was your summer summer times as a teen? Ooh, like, did, was there always like a family vacation, or did you always just like stay home? Or yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of our family vacations we would do a lot of going to like Schlitterbahn mm-hmm. or going to like my uh grandparents beach cabin or um I've come to Houston like we you know my aunts and uncles and stuff my mom grew up in Houston so I have aunts and uncles that are here and me and my cousin used to love to go to uh Astroworld I remember one uh year we got a season pass and we would just go over and over ride the viper all day long holy shit my one of my all-time favorites was the dungeon drop Mm -hmm. and is that just like a where they just drop you? Yeah, I love go, stuff like that. Oh my god, I love that feeling. But have you done it since? Like as you've gotten older? Yeah, it's not as fun. Um, I've done like some cliff jumping. Yeah, it's a oh, lot. Okay. It's a lot harder to get your body to jump Truth. off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> your body's like yeah. When you're in a machine, this it's is, gonna happen. This is I. Uh, we're, we're you know you're making we're bad fragile. decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, bud, we're fragile here. Don't. <laughs> it's not like it used to be. No, I actually did that recently um, in the Philippines. And it was like somebody, they, they have a lot of cliffs where they just have like a cement uh, diving board. And all these people are just jumping off. But it's they're really, really high. And uh, I was definitely having that where I, I think my body was about to just like shut itself down so as to reject yeah. what my brain was even considering. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once you do it once... You're like, and you do it twelve times. Yeah, then you no. have the adrenaline from the yeah. first one, and you're like, "Holy shit, that was amazing!" Yeah, I gotta do it again. Yeah, yeah, that's killer. An adrenaline addiction. <laughs> Viper was junkie. my first roller coaster. Really? What was your first roller coaster? Wait, was that a Six Flags thing? Oh, well, Astro World used to be its own park, and then it was purchased by Six Flags in the '80s or '90s. Okay, because the Viper was a Six Flags thing. 
and then it was uh, destroyed. Was the Viper the one that it took off really fast? Uh, no, that was Grease Lightning. Oh. Which was really cool, too. Viper went through like a kite Wait, tunnel. and was then the Viper the one that went forward and did a loop and then went backwards and did another loop? That's also Grease Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one was called the Viper in Georgia. Okay. In Georgia, our Six Flags, they had um, a... Uh, old roller coaster and it was made of wood yep so it was like real rickety and like really crazy and scary they they had one of those too i can't think of the name of it but it it got a little the georgia scorcher or something like that the georgia i don't know texas typhoon uh, yeah i can't remember (laughs) no but it was also for our listeners uh (laughs) Put in, right in the comments, your favorite six flags. Yes, slabity slap that subscribe button. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going we're gonna to learn from Rachel all the, all the knowledge she has. <laughs> and we're back. back. Uh, did we say, did we introduce what the podcast is at the beginning? It's a teen like- podcast for teens by teens. About mornings. Felt so teenage. It's a morning show for teens. I'm really glad I left that to you, Brittany. All right. uh, We're doing uh, our next segment, which Brittany and I... It's not for teens. We're not teens. It's it's our favorite segment. Um, It's called... Study Hall! (laughs) Rachel, what do you you got for us today? Um, So I I thought long and hard about this, and I came up with a couple of ideas. But Mm -hmm. I think um, this one's just kind of fun, so I'll just go with it. Um, I don't know how guys, how how well-versed you are at changing your clothes while driving. Um, No! I would like to just, I don't even need this lesson because I used to change my clothes when I would leave my job in high school where I was a waitress and we wore um, aprons over our pants and then white Oxford shirts with a tie. What? And I would would tie and untie my tie in the car. I would like change my pants while I was driving. Yeah. I'm so sorry, mom and dad. I know. It's a terrible, terrible habit. Sounds like you had a practice though. So maybe yeah. we could use a, yeah. a brush let's, up. What was I say? I've got one other thing lesson. that I can definitely no, no, tell you about. No, no, this is the lesson I want. <laughs> I need it. I want, I want this lesson. Um, so I would say, well, it's easiest if you're wearing a skirt, but Are I, you doing this while you're driving or? Yeah, or, or at like stoplights, but you have to, okay. if you do stop at a stoplight, you have to like stagger, obviously, where your car is. But Get, um, Don't be in do the same eye line. put it in park? Uh, no, just keep your foot on the brake. Danger. Um, so I uh, I got into the habit of doing this whenever I like because I typically go work out after work, um, and so sometimes it's like the workouts that I'm doing right now they're all outdoors so there's not a place you can like mm-hmm. change. Um, so I did get in the habit of wearing like a um, what do you call it like a tank top mm-hmm. like as an undershirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can take off the top shirt, put on a sports bra over that. Uh, and then you can take Shimmy. both. Oh, yeah, and no the tank top off. Well, the, so that's it. So you can pull the tank top and bra straps out on both sides, pull down the tank top, unclip oh, the bra, yeah. and pull it down the bottom, and then pull the tank top over the top. Mm. Oh. So then you've got sports bra action, totally covered, no nip slips. Uh, and then, obviously, put the shirt back on. 
and then with the pants, that's that's where it can be trickier. Mm-hmm. Um, easier if you're wearing a skirt because then you can just like undo the skirt, pull the pants up underneath, and then pull the skirt off the top. But if it's just pants-wise, I'll like pull off whatever pants, have the other pants covering my lap just in case a car happens to end up next to me. And then um, slowly but surely get the pants on. Um, it only happened once where I was like at a stoplight and it was just not even thinking because the car was staggered. No, the car was staggered, but then a guy came walking by and I was just like, and hey, might have seen. Aim no pants on. Yeah, <laughs> might have seen a lot of thigh. A lot Whatever. of thigh. Whoa. Uh, wow. So how often do you do this? At least once a week or? Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pretty regular basis. I've gotten into wow. that. Yeah. So for the listeners out there who are wondering where <laughs> you're changing in your car, where, is this, where can we find you? <laughs> what time is the workout and what day <laughs> and where? <laughs> uh, it'll be on Rachel's Twitter. Yes. Um, I, I don't, I'm, a, I'm not a tweeter, y'all. Well, work on that. it'll be on her Facebook, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. She'll be posting I'll her have a photo on her Instagram. locations um, at all times. Wow! Wow! Okay. Cool. Um, I do want to pop quiz. If you're uh, trying to put your sports bra on, do you leave your bra on or do you take your bra yes. off? Yes. Good job. <laughs> then you shimmy it down. There you go. I feel like for a guy, this is a Not. lot easier for the torso, at least. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean. Also, a guy, you could just wear shorts under your pants and then call yeah. away. And you can just, like, work out shirtless, too. This is, so this is the really patriarchy. Matter. Damn. This is the one with the other one. one. It is the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. It is. No, this was a good lesson. Yeah. I mean, if we could just work out in bras, I guess we can. Usually when I change, I just, like, park and change. Like, I'll just park in, like, a strip mall where no one is well, around. I, I was going to say, you guys know that I sometimes have a habit of being late places mm. so it's usually because i'm like i don't really have time to stop somewhere but i'm just trying to make it happen so that i can get there and, and go mm-hmm. wow so whenever you're late it's because you're <laughs> probably changing in my car gotcha. <laughs> wow this is not just a lesson about changing in the car changing about where we think you are (laughs) (laughs) well okay cool awesome lesson um (laughs) sorry i'm just kind of like i have a i have a a question about um high school because you're doing all this working out and all this sporting stuff do you guys remember the presidential physical fitness award do you remember what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Is this a Michelle remember Obama? That thing? sounds familiar. No, it was like a I don't know. It's been around since I was in elementary. Maybe it's not around anymore. It was like in PE, and you would do this like it was the presidential physical fitness thing. It was a test, and you had to like do like a forward fold, and there was like a crate in front of you with a ruler, and it would see how far you could reach. Okay. And then um, you could do pull ups, and you did it. You timed miles. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, because I remember having like But a... to get the presidential one, you had to be able to do a pull-up, and I could never get it because I couldn't do a pull-up. Do you remember when they Still made can. you do the, like, chin-up hang? I feel like they always... Yeah, you could do the, you could do the flexed arm hang. Yes. Yeah. Dude, my PE was so different. We you just, like, played casual basketball and walked around a track the whole time. Oh Did you guys God. ever play Foursquare? <laughs> oh, my God. I killed I it in Foursquare. Yeah. What were some uh, Foursquare, like... You know the things that you could call out, like you could do typewriter. 
bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Is there something called the bounce pass, or am I just making that up? <laughs> Probably. That sounds It familiar. was like, because Foursquare, you're hitting it into the different squares, but you could also do things like... Where you name a category, um, or... You what? have, like, there's, like, a things, other things you could do. So you could do call typewriter, and then people can keep it in their court. Oh, okay. And then you could do bubbles, and they bounce them, or something like that. I feel like somebody came up with a drinking game that was very similar... Mm. Where you you like couldn't say certain words unless somebody made up each time somebody got to make up a rule, and I don't remember how exactly it goes. He is weird. Yeah, that'll be the next lesson. Oh, <laughs> quick story. Uh, in my high school PE, I took it in ninth grade, uh, and whenever we were just you like only playing took ba- PE in, high, in ninth grade. Yeah, that's all I had to do. Well, I took PE like in junior high and elementary school, but. And our country wonders why um, our entire nation is out of shape. Anyway. Yeah, cool. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, we were like playing basketball or something, and a cop came in, and he was like, I heard there's a phone that's been stolen. And apparently, like, one of the students in the locker room, like, went back to the locker room, and his phone wasn't there. And um, they opened Cole's backpack, and it tons of cell phones yeah. poured out. Uh, no, but I... Uh, I was sitting next to one of my friends, and he was like, man, I picked the, the wrong day to bring three bottles of Advil to school. And I was like, Ooh. first of all, why do you have three bottles of Advil? You just, like, was he selling it? Why sell Advil? Like, know. it's an over-the-counter drug. Yeah, but um, you can't, when you're a kid, you can't take, you can't take Advil at school. Really? Yeah, Without, yeah like, it a has to be permission. administered by, can you believe uh, that? I That's forgot wild. about that. Yeah. Well, I, I would um, say I can't, but then our office... Uh, apparently, it's against policy. At our old office, it was totally fine. They had one of those huge medicine chests, and it had all kinds of crazy stuff. All the Band-Aids and different creams, and but it would have, like, Advil and whatever. They When we moved to the new office, they had to remove all the pills because they said it was against the company policy. Mm. Yeah, because like, I guess if someone overdoses, then it's, yeah, it's like, on them. They were on packs in, like, packs of two, and it's yeah. Advil. But, yeah, you're, I mean, absolutely. But it's well, yeah, we um, guys. So we all had to empty our backpacks. My friend somehow hid the Advil. I don't remember how, but he he got away. In but his, like in his butt. He was yeah. It was like the cop and our PE teacher just <laughs> in his butt. Uh, they were just like walking back and forth. They were like, "You guys aren't leaving and going to your next class. You're staying here until we find out like who did this." And then uh, they were like, "We're gonna leave the room for five minutes, and <sighs> if like the phone comes back, then like nobody's in trouble. And nobody's in trouble. And so they leave. And then one kid got up and like went behind the bleachers, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa! I found it back here." And I was like, okay, "Miraculously, but, he's the only one that yeah. moved." <laughs> and miraculously, yeah. he's also the biggest idiot in the class to begin with. Oh so. no. Um, but anyway, I don't think he got in trouble. Like everything was fine. We were all just like, mm, "You're stupid." Uh, and we're not gonna be around you anymore. Um, but yeah, anyway, I spent most of that PE class playing on my my uh, Nintendo 3DS because the coach didn't care. Wow! Wow! That's why, you, that's why you're so physically fit. Yeah, uh, my thumbs at least. Oh my god! <laughs> Are we ready for some phone calls? I'm ready for some phone Ooh. calls. We have exactly two. Uh, remember, guys, if you want to ask a question about mornings or teen years, um, <clears throat> feel free to drop us a line. You can also leave, like, a minute-long lesson at 
My personal phone number is 713-304-3503. Do you know at this point, Brittany? Shout out to Ned Gale. We still haven't set up that Google number. Oh, yeah, we haven't. Mark, yes, hello. So, I hope I'm calling the right number. I understand that this is a podcast for those who are in mourning. And <laughs> I must tell you that I am in the deepest mourning state for my beloved has left me. My betrothed left me, and now I'm here to wallow <laughs> upon this four-poster bed alone. I haven't left my bedchambers in weeks, for my beloved has left me, and now I am in mourning. Oh, my God. So please, please tell me, what is your mourning routine? Because <laughs> I can tell you mine. Mine consists of dabbing myself with a kerchief and wallowing upon these little sheets until I want to... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I guess I never thought about it that way, good sir. Um, I'm sorry you're betrothed. Ran out on you. You ran out. Dang. You're mourning for your relationship right now. That's got to be rough. Um, my morning routine is probably... Uh, just uh, probably, I'll probably allow myself to be like straight up sad for a little bit, and then I guess I'll I'll just try to get back into my regular life routine, and I'll, I'll probably still be sad for a little bit. But hopefully, you have some good friends to help lift you up. And if you don't, you know, maybe just go to some community <laughs> activities, try to find things to distract yourself. You got you guys have a morning routine. Oh my god. I guess it would depend on what I'm mourning, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I totally um, agree with surrounding yourself with like people that love you and uh, can you know are willing to listen to you, mm-hmm. be upset for a while, and then help you buck up. Um, I'm more of like a revenge person, so oh. I would say that whoever caused you the mourning, even if it was just like death by natural causes. Find someone like the doctor who wasn't able to save the person and just seek revenge on that person because I feel like that is a good way to make you feel better. Point, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have one more caller for today. (laughs) Hey, get out of my room podcast. It's me, Jermaine. Got a question for you. So I was scrolling through SoundCloud and kind of stumbled upon your podcast. And realize that this is a podcast for teens. Well, it's funny because I'm dating a girl named Tina, and I call her teens. It's like my cool little nickname for her. So my question for you is, how come you guys don't talk about Tina as much as uh, you advertise? Similarly, what are the worst nicknames of all time? Like, commonly accepted, like... Obviously, if your nickname is like, well, Donkey Dick, like, that'd be bad, but, like, you know, Jack for John, like, Ted for Edward, like, what is the teen for Tina, what is the worst commonly used nickname out there, in your opinion? All right, cool, catch you later. This is Jermaine, a.k.a. Donkey Dick. Wow, Jermaine's on fire this morning. Oh, my God, what just happened? We got a lot of so bullshit callers. What was the question? <laughs> well, he was he was asking what's the, the weirdest nickname, and also why are we not talking about his someone girl, named his girlfriend girl Tina? Tina. <laughs> okay. I think you're misunderstanding there, Jermaine. We're talking about teenagers, teens. Yeah, four teens by not, teens. Not a specific. This human isn't name, a podcast Tina. by Tina. 
<laughs> about Tina for yeah, Tina. For Tina. <laughs> um, my the one that I always thought was weird was um, Richard is Dick, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I had a um, a dentist who was Doctor Dick, whose first name happened to be Richard, so he was Doctor Dick Dick. If you were to nickname it. Oh my god. <laughs> mm, yikes. Yeah. You have a meeting with Dick Dick. Cole, what's your nickname? What do you how what's the nickname? Some people call Cole? me Coltrane. Some people call me uh uh Colio. Colio, yeah. Uh some my my boss calls me Colmeister. Oh my god. Um yeah, those are a handful. And it it's not you it's not your parents weren't gonna do a Coleman. It was just Cole. Right. Okay. Oh, we just got a call on right now. It oh. usually takes like a minute for the voicemail to come up, so I think we should just chat for yeah, yeah. Just a uh, wait, wait Jermaine, for another VM. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other nicknames. I know. Um, what What about you, Brittany? What, Brit. What do people call you? Uh, Brit. Most BK. people call me Brit. BK. Um, Burger King. Yeah, Beyonce Knowles. Um, Butch Cassidy. <laughs> uh, Brit Pop. A lot of people in college called me Brit Pop. Why? Because uh, Britpop is a type of genre of music. It's like pop, British pop music. Gotcha. So they call me Britpop. Um, they call me Britpop. I have a friend who called me Brit Brit, which is what Britney Spears named her dog. Um, yeah. Is there one that you Who's prefer right? to be called? I mean, most people who are close to me just call me Brit. Yeah. Like my f- family calls me Brit. Do you have a nickname in high school, Brittany? Brittany, Rachel? Uh, I know Rach is, like, so easy. Yeah, Rach, Rachie. Uh, but, like, I had a... Uh, well, a lot of people call me Speck or Little Speck because mm. I... Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. not that fun. Well, no, it was. I'm Little Spectre. Speck. No, Bill, because I had an older brother, so that he was Speck when uh, I became Little Speck. Um, Little Speck. Little Speck. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. It's a cute high school thing. I had a coach who called me Little Bit because I tried volleyball my freshman year and I was probably the smallest person on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really not good for spiking, but uh, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, yeah, I have. My, I feel like both of my brothers have nicknames for me that are... I get a lot of Rachy Poo or just Poo. <laughs> just Poo. Yeah. Hey, had, poo. hey, Poo. I had a student this year who uh, one day she was trying to get my attention and she was like, Miss Kraft. Craft, craft, crafty. And I guess I just didn't hear her, and so she thought I was ignoring her. And so then she just yelled out, fornicator. <gasps> and I turned around, because that's weird for someone to yell out. <laughs> and so she's like, why did you respond to that? And I was like, why, why did you yell that? She's like, I've been yelling your name for five minutes. So for the rest of the year, she called me fornicator. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! And like not like really publicly or anything, but she would just and it was really funny. And I don't think she realized how funny it was. Shout out to Cameron, love you, Cam. <laughs> she graduated now. She they all graduated. Oh, you were only teaching seniors. That's right. Yeah, I didn't fail anybody, so they're all all my kids graduated. Good to know you don't go out of your way to fail kids. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like if you. For my class, other teachers are different, but like if you show up and do your best, I will not let you fail. If you don't do anything, good luck. And the voicemail is ready. All right. Hey guys, this is Ronnie. Uh, so this question is maybe a little more serious than the average question, but uh, and it's maybe more for Brittany than for Cole. But Cole, feel free to chime in. Uh, so I'm a big sister. 
I was kind of wondering, like, what kinds of things um, are, like, good ways to make kids, uh, like, invested in their academics, especially when they don't have, uh, like, a good, like, role model. Maybe, like, they would be a first-generation college student. Um, so she's only 10, but, like, she'll be a teenager eventually, so this is relevant, right? All right. Thanks, guys. Good pop. Good question. What a good question. I think that for students, you have to make achieving in academics and learning cool because the, everything they do that wants to be cool, and there's this stigma of like learning. So you have to show them like a cool person, like a James Franco. Oh my God. <laughs> he has done a lot of college. He's done a lot of college. He's learned a lot. I don't know. That's just the first person who popped to my mind. I mean, find somebody, uh, Emma Watson. Is that, mm. the, is that the Harry Potter girl? Yeah. Yeah, she's like a feminist and like, you know, I don't know, uh, someone who's written a book. A Mindy Kaling. Maybe not a good example. <laughs> a Tina Fey. Find them a good role model because basically like if you see something, you know it's possible. That's why most people become firemen and teachers is because like that's all they see. But like... How many people know an astronaut growing up? Very few. I guess if you live in Houston. If you live in Houston, you you, you know well, an astronaut. on every corner around here. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get it. You've been to space. Cole and I are astronauts. <laughs> My barista's been to space twice and whatever. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so rite of passage down here, guys. Um, yeah, you got anything on that, Rachel? Um, no, I, I think that's the, totally accurate. And I think, obviously, you as the big sister, because I, I did that for a year. And then my chick was like, I'm too old for this. I don't want to do it. Um, but just being that positive role model. And then obviously if you're doing that or if that's been something that's important to you, you know, and they, you know, start to respect you and, and you have that kind of relationship, then yeah, doing that and having examples of other things or other people who have um, succeeded because of that is, uh, is yeah. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Ronnie. Um, we're winding down here. Rachel, thanks for being such a great guest. Sun's starting to come up. Thanks, you guys, for Sun having me. Sun is five, finally... It's 5 yeah. a.m. I'm going to go, so. gonna go uh, catch some vitamin D now that the sun's up. Yeah, it's free today. So Yeah, just today. <laughs> vitamin D out One there. One time only. Um, we want to thank our sponsor, Ginya Ramen. Ginya Ramen Bar. Um, the way we like to end the podcast is, or did you have anything you wanted to plug real quick? Oh no, I'm, I'm good. All right, awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to plug, I have a run of shows with a good friend of mine, John Mayo, in August every Saturday at 10 p.m. Uh, it's a fun bit show about two little boys looking for their mommies. It's going to be fun. Um, cool. The way we like to end the show is uh, by just exhaling all of our all of our negative energy as a teen there's lots of grunts and moans and uh it all comes back around when you get really old guys am i right mm-hmm. all right <laughs> and so we just like to give out a grunt a moan a sigh of negativity all at once uh so yeah let's 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 jump into that Never had a cough at the end before. I like that. It was a sweet little cough. Thanks again, Rachel. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Bye. Get out of my room. Get out of my room. Get out of my room.
Get out of my room